What's up, ballers? Uh, Jeremy here with, um, I guess, some kind of bittersweet news. So, Nico is coming home probably by the middle of this week, maybe the end of the week. Nico is going to be home with me, with my wife, out of the hospital. And I know we've spent a lot of time making jokes about it and kind of making it a little silly thing with the Spirit Bomb energy, but I really I can't stress enough how much having so much positive energy, having so many people around the world, it couldn't have hurt. And um, I do genuinely feel like that Nico was able to make a really speedy recovery and get through all this because of, you know, in, in part because because of all of you out there. And I really, I can't thank you all enough. And because of various reasons, I'm going to be taking a step back from the show for a while. It's going to be a while before I can come back and, and do the show again. If, you know, initially I'd kind of thought that I wanted to take a month off to just kind of do a paternity leave and get Nico settled before I start back into my routine, but it's becoming increasingly clear that logistically it's just not going to work until we can all be in the same room at the same time. It's just not feasible for me to to do the show. So Katie and Alex, I'm hoping, you know, will uphold their long tradition of keeping the show going at a high quality in my absence and keep giving you all the show every week that you that you want and that you deserve and you know i just wanted to say a couple of things to you all you know this show has meant a lot to me over the years and it's at this point the longest creative project i've ever done you know it's been over three years i think that we've been doing this um possibly even coming up on four um which is insane to think about or is it coming up on three i don't know whatever it's been a long ass time guys and you know all my life all i ever really wanted to do was make funny creative stuff and i got to do it and i got to make this show and i got to make it with two of my best friends you know one of whom i've known since i was a child and who i met making creative funny stuff in a, in a comics writing class when i was 13 years old so it kind of, I don't know, it's always felt like this kind of full circle thing in my life. And it's its really, it's meant the world to me. And and you all mean the world to me, you know? Like, the, the audience is what this is for. If nobody was listening, we wouldn't be making this show. We'd never have continued to make Ballin' Out Super if you all weren't out there listening every week. And sometimes you reach out in intense ways, but mostly reach out in great ways. And you've been a fantastic audience for us. And I couldn't possibly begin to thank you enough and some of you have been with us for a really long time and i i really you you all are just saints in my eyes and i don't know i just i just wanted to say a couple of things like that and just thank you all and um i hope to see you again soon so um with that all being said uh let's bring in the show it's a sword of power Power, drag it in earth, soaring through the sky, spread your wings. Super, 
women were wondering what it would be like to be a frog. Replacing your natties with little frog patties? That's a question we all have. Maybe we can get around to that one this week on Pawn Out Super. Damn, this is a real KRL episode. It's got everything I like. Homoerotic overtones and a frog. I love yeah. it. <laughs> and like plenty of Bulma screen time. Oh, man. Um, it's just a real blessing. Jeremy's leaving forever. <laughs> and all my dreams are coming true. All of Katie's dreams all at once coming true. I was, I, uh, yeah, I, I was laughing watching it because I was like, I was like, of course, the last one I watch for a long time will be just like utter filler bullshit. <laughs> no, yeah, sure. No. Let's check in on what. Let, let's let's watch Bulma build a frog translation machine. <laughs> Jeremy, I don't know how she, how she's getting out of this one. I lo- I'm flattered that you think Dragon Ball disappears if you can't discuss it with your good pals, Katie and Alex. <laughs> It doesn't exist anymore. You guys have to watch something else now. <laughs> Katie, do you want to start the Dallas podcast where we re- we recap Dallas every week and the ups and downs and twists and turns? Well, I uh, I know absolutely nothing about the seminal TV show Dallas, so I could come in as like, I can be like the viewpoint of the everyman coming in clueless with fresh eyes to Dallas. Oh, yeah. I don't even know It'll what it's about. It'll be just like another show. Is it in Texas or is that the lead character's name? Dallas, Texas, a crime-fighting lady with a big hat. I can't say. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> That's the initial hook. Is it the name of a guy or the name of a town? You're left wondering. I, You're always I'm wondering. wondering right now. And more importantly, I think it's what the fans want. So mm-hmm. we will be discussing the uh, start of our hit Dallas show. Off air. Yeah, well, what about, it really um, put to the test. Do you guys like the anime, or do you just like anything labeled leftist? Tune out. <laughs> it's the leftist Dallas podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas has a lot to teach us about um, market economies and uh, unsustainable growth. And um, it, I want to say, if it was just like totally okay to fuck like a teen, that's like a lot of what's going on in there. <laughs> I want to say there's like an oil baron. Is that a thing in that show? Or am I just confusing it? I can't it? say, Katie. You're trying to get out of learning the hard way, and I'm not going to let you. you know not what? here. Not, in, appreci- the, uh, not in the Patak dojo. I appreciate no, your We learn hard lessons here. Yeah, quality content. Welcome to my dojo. There's a 10-gallon <laughs> hat on the wall and a rifle and uh, boots that clink when you walk around. What, it's a tough dojo. What made you want to pivot to Dallas, Alex? Oh, it's just a show I like watching. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need reasons for things? You guys can always um, you can pivot know, to... I didn't know if you had just watched it for the first time or if it's just something you liked because, like, for me, that show has never been in my zeitgeist, so for it to be brought up out of the blue without any context to me is confusing. <laughs> Well, I think there's a lot the left today can learn from Dallas and uh, how these big money, these big oil money men think. There is oil. And oh, there is the oil. backstabbing See, behind I the knew, scenes. Well, I've said I too much, but I won't say anymore. That's it, and it's going to be the direction of the show from now on. Okay. Don't change that channel. Dallas coming up next. 
Mark my words. But in the meantime, let's bring in the show. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out. I am your host, Jeremy Hammond. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. So good to be back with my friends here on the internet, straight from hell, in Dallas. And Alex Patak. Hey, what's up, everybody? Another week of anime fun with your old pals, all of them, and they'll all be here forever. Yep, doing forever. the show. It's going to be yeah. just like this in fifty years. You're going to be. That's we're, right. We're going to be recapping. Um, yeah, we're just butterflies frozen in amber, talking about the same <laughs> 150 episodes of whatever the fuck forever, never changing, <laughs> never growing as people, staying in the same Nothing spot changes. of life. AI technology is going to have to get very advanced to be able to replicate the sleepy and distracted voices that we bring to the show. It's true, yeah. <laughs> it's a very hard thing to replicate. I tried. I had to do just, that for a job. Just make a, make a robot that should be doing a better job at what he's doing than he is. Yeah, oh my God, Just make Jeremy. a robot and program it to keep saying like, uh, oh, maybe we'll, what if we just have Will Menneker on again? <laughs> what, what I ate too much candy. I can't. Business bot, beep, boop, beep, boop. What if we book <laughs> philosophy tube again? Beep, boop. <laughs> oh my God. I'll never forget when once you turn to me and you're like, well, okay. Katie, like, what podcast do you listen to? What guests can we pull from there? And I was like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. Katie had never heard a podcast before this show. I thought we were just hanging out. <laughs> what about Jad Abunrod? <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, you think Ira Glass will come on the show? Isn't that a podcast? <laughs> what about Adnan Syed? <laughs> Honey, you'd be better off getting Todd Glass. <laughs> He, I've met him, so you're right. I probably have a better chance. Do people still know oh, who Todd Glass no, is? No, well, Maybe. in the right circles. If they're the listener we want, they'll know Todd Glass, okay. and they'll be craving for his takes <laughs> on the 90s hit drama Dragon Ballsy. That's what people want from from Todd Glass. That's what they beg. They yearn for Todd Glass. They yearn. The they people yearn they cry out. To... They at night they hold secret candlelight vigils for Todd Glass and his takes. And and he's not gilding the lily or beating around the bush the way a lot of these casters no. do. He's going straight for it. He's saying, "What what do the power levels mean? Why do they wear the scouters if they explode?" Exactly. And this is all we're going to find out. This is all outlined in Todd Glass's New York Times best-selling book, The Todd Glass Situation. The Todd Glass Situation, yeah, which is a, the real title of his book, by the way. It um, is. I mean, we all have it on our bookshelves. Let's uh, let's get it on. Let's camera. all pull out our copies of The Todd Glass Situation <laughs> and read our I hate favorite passages. I to put you on the passages. spot here, Katie, but I, I'm I, I, sorry. I did insist we all purchase it before the show started. <laughs> I'm sorry. I only. I only Katie, have you, mustache you the shenanigans, situation. the broken lizard story. <laughs> That's the comedy <laughs> book I own. <laughs> These e-girls, man. They <laughs> don't have the Todd Glass book. They just care about TikToks. I'll, Damn, I'll I read wish one I was of my favorite, young enough uh, to be an e-girl. Are you kidding me? I'm old as shit. <laughs> e-girls clown on my shoes. <laughs> Katie, I think you're an eccentric girl. 
<laughs> Thanks, Alex. <laughs> this is going to be a really cool dynamic we have. I'm going yeah. <laughs> to get a lot meaner to kind of fill out what we're missing here. Yeah, we're looking forward to some barbs. Some roasts. Do a roast <laughs> battle. <laughs> You'll never be safe. <laughs> As we recap Dallas, 1978. Uh, I haven't felt safe my entire life. It's okay. I live on the edge, baby. I'm just I, that twisted. I'm drinking. This is Red a tough Bull episode for night. me because I do ri- Red Bull at night. Look, look. Bulma was talking to a frog for a good seven minutes of screen time, and it's all I want to discuss. And I have to wait yeah. 22 more minutes? That's 22 minutes. We've only done eight minutes, and we're already at the Todd Glass situation. <laughs> good Lord. Oh. Well, what's going on, everybody? What's, what's so, been... I'm having harder and harder time answering that question. At least you have a baby, you know? So I know, you have... but it's At like... least you have a baby. No, but like you always... Wait, Katie, Katie, I have a question. Yes. I have, the, I have the direction for the. This is going to tie everything together because we have what's going on, and you know that's kind of formless. But what I think the listeners really want to hear is what is going on with that frog, though. Oh, he's good. He's a little fat guy. He's weird. What What's his living situation? He lives in a, a tank with dirt and some water. <laughs> Any Can, decorations? Yeah, with some fake plants. How much water? He's a uh, technically a toad and not a frog, so there's only a sh- dish of water that oh climbs in God. and out of on his own. A mere volition. technicality, if you ask These me. These millennials in there. I'm a, I'm not a frog. <laughs> <laughs> they go to to, they go to college. They go to college and they come back saying, "I'm a toad." I have a major in toad studies. I'm a toad. <laughs> It's funny because it's made so a, a weird dynamic in my relationships because, like, for me and Matt, it's, like, our son, and he, like, brings it mm. food and stuff, but he doesn't live with us. And mm. I'm like, you need to come mm. come feed your son. It's a frog. Why aren't you ever here? And then, like, <laughs> any of my other partners. He doesn't even recognize you anymore. And any of my other partners want to, like, hold the frog. I'm like, well, you never be his father. <laughs> it's for the best if if you don't get too attached to the to, the, to Beethoven O'Rourke. I named him Ginyu after the behest of the fans. Beethoven O'Rourke. Beethoven O'Rourke, because he just wants the attention. It's sad. O'Rourke it's does kind of sound like a like a ribbit, doesn't it? Yeah. O'Rourke. O'Rourke. Oh yeah. O'Rourke. Budweiser O'Rourke. <laughs> I'm hopping onto a table, O'Rourke. <laughs> I believe in a new kind of politics, O'Rourke. <laughs> I'm not afraid to fucking curse. I'm a fucking toad. There's no fucking rules. I love uh, Fragazzi. <laughs> yeah, there's a frog at my house trying to take my guns. Legally, this frog cannot have my guns. I don't know what kind of wacky situation I walked into in politics these days. <laughs> You're damn right we're taking your guns over. <laughs> 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 
for your I own good. <laughs> I don't know enough about Peter O'Rourke to, to chime in on this, but good job, This fellas. is all we got, Kate. It's a very superficial. We're, I, we're really okay, dragging cool. a... Okay, <laughs> cool. I was just making we're sure. We're dragging a twig across the skin. We're not breaking through. Okay, cool. Cool. O'Rourke. Just making sure. <laughs> the, jo- the joke goes no further than great, saying... Great, great. That's what O'Rourke. I thought, but I just... After uh, anything he's said. All he has to do is anything he's ever said in his life. Okay, what about instead of uh, at the drive-in, he plays for at the uh, at the pond in <laughs> at the pond? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. At, what at kind of music? Pond. What kind of music does at the pond play? <laughs> hip hip hop. Yeah, of course they do. <laughs> what else would they play? What else? They're goddamn would they play? frogs. <laughs> when when's a better? It'd be better if it's like instead of at the drive-in, it's little froggy diving, huh? Because they yeah, just there we go. Yeah, that's um, much stronger than at the pond. It's yeah. not. It's really like the same amount of literal nonsense dog shit. But yes, no, no, no. It's it's this better. Good. What about? Good? I mean, there's no wrong answers in a brainstorm like this. No, this is important. We're getting Are to we the heart brain of the dead right now. What matters at the end of the day, we're gonna put out the Beethoven Rourke shirts, and that's gonna make a lot it's of make cash. a lot of money. I never made a those Goku of... shirts. Damn it! That was the still thing. Time. Goku shirts? We could still give know, you a cut the... of our extremely lucrative T Public shop. <laughs> I was gonna make T-shirts that just said Goku in plain text, that nothing fancy, just text Goku. <laughs> Oh, you were going to do the, like, Goku and Goku and no, Goku nope. and Goku? Nope. Okay. It was just going to be a white t-shirt, black text, plain, very generic font, just says Goku in uh, all under undercase. It, it, the shirt seems like it's mad at me Helvetica? just with how little it has going on. Yeah, Does that exactly, make sense? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the fucking the best-selling shirt we ever had was the anime summer one, and that was literally just a screenshot of Goku in sunglasses. This is the trick that we never that we never really, uh, or I guess I never learned, was uh, the uh, the low effort. Low effort T-shirt is going to make the money. <laughs> well, where do you think Beethoven O'Rourke is coming in? I mean, you've got a toad, you've got it on a table. It says Beethoven O'Rourke. It's mm-hmm. probably the Captain Ginyu toad. It's a extremely timely reference that everyone understands and gets currently. Yeah. <laughs> Texas is going to be buying these shirts hand over fist. Texas, we all- are we talking about <laughs> Dallas? Yes, well, that's right. It's the perfect natural transition to our Dallas show, and that's yes, kind of, of like course. what I'm angling. This kind of feels but... like yeah, it's like um, it's like an it's like foreshadowing what we're doing right now. We're we're kind of like priming the pump a little bit, getting people asking themselves questions about Texas and like what what do I know about Texas and for that matter Dallas. Right, I'm starting to feel a little bit like J.R. Ewing back yeah, here exactly. with the way I'm planning up a scheme and getting results by any means necessary mm-hmm. oh so it's a drama yeah it's a classic soap opera at the peak of american empire <laughs> oh okay yeah, so yeah. My, and the, the best part about dallas katie because yeah it's like it's like dynasty but with cowboys right yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the real hook to it because they throw they sprinkle cowboys in all the time, and I feel like that's really pandering. But the the appeal to Dallas now is it is shot in a way that television like learned not to be shot anymore. Um, 
like the slow zoom ins on people's surprised faces yes. every three minutes yeah. and scenes that where nothing happens that all last like seven minutes for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, at the beginning of the show, there's fast forwards of snippets of what's going to happen in the show. So you don't get too surprised. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's my favorite institution. I want to bring it back. I would love to bring that back. Sometimes you just can't handle a surprise. <laughs> I've turned no. off three different Netflix shows this week because like, they introduce a plot point. I'm like, I don't know if I want to be stressed out. And it's not even that <laughs> stressful. Like, it's not even that stressful. It's just like, I don't know. I don't need to know That's so funny. whose body that is. I'm good. Dude, I just watched um I watched that HBO show with um Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman. The uh, name is escaping me, but it's like a Sticky Wicket. No, it's like a it's, it's some called the, fucking the pinch face of the UK competition. It's called Full Metal Alchemist the movie. It's some it's some sort of like it's like a dramatic sounding so it's like like in death or something like that. Like sad show. Um, note. <laughs> it's called Sad Show. Anyway, it's it's, sad it's, show. it's like a, a it's like a murder mystery thing, but the the twist is that there's no mystery at all, and it's exactly who you thought it was from the beginning. It plays oh. out like a Scooby Doo. It really mm. does. It's like there's Hugh only Grant one possible like suspect right someone. at the beginning. <laughs> Hugh Grant just like yeah, he fucks off with like a flimsy excuse, and then somebody dies, and you're like, well, it was probably Hugh Grant. And then the whole show is just a whole bunch of rigmarole, a whole bunch of like, is it this person? Is it this person? Who is it? And then at the end, it's like, no, it's the guy who who disappeared and had a bad alibi, and it's exactly who you thought it was. Right, Occam's Razor. (laughs) It's called Occam's Razor, (laughs) and it teaches you a powerful lesson about how you're probably right the first time. It's called Occam's Razor, and I learned about it on Reddit. (laughs) Yo, Reddit loves telling you things are Occam's razor. Mm-hmm. They're drunk on it. They love it, and they love a whataboutism. And, oh my um, god! You, you Only like thing a, I read on Reddit is relationship txt and am I the asshole? So like, mm-hmm. all I know is a lot of people uh, have dads that don't understand why their daughters are mad. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we all have dads. We like, all have dads. I simply married my son's fiance. Why is he mad? (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing about the Am I the Asshole threads are always that you can tell the writers are like hiding some important facts. Always, yes. Always. There's always some shifty detail where they're just like, for an unrelated reason, this went missing. (laughs) Right. They're like... I'm so mad at my daughter for buying her own bed. And I'm like, what does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) She told me I could kill myself after buying a bed with my credit card. Am I out of line being mad here? I don't know, Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's the follow-up to previous thread on daughter buying bed. I did run over her dog on purpose with my car. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. I'm still right about the bed, though. Am I an asshole for not letting my mother-in-law in in the delivery room with me, uh, even though she looked me in the eyes and told me that she wished that I was a Jew or something like that? And then there's... (laughs) So much I information. wish you were a Jew. Yeah, I just love some of them are clearly made up, and then some of them are so dark, you're like, this better be made up, and you're like, oh no, it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> 100% God. real. 
Yeah, it's the the three genres of post on there are like complete made up bullshit that has like some sort of a clickbaity title where it's like, you know, am I the asshole for like yelling at my stepmom? And you're yeah. like, oh, okay, let's see. And then it's like, she fucking murdered my dog. And you're like, yeah, so yelling at her seems like a pretty okay response. Absolutely. Why would you even ask anyone? Um, right. Are and some- then there's like... There's ones that are like that are clearly real but missing a piece of key information, and there's the ones that are like really deep down. And somebody somebody recommended this to me. When you're on there, sort by controversial, and you'll see the ones that are like just absolute petty nonsense. And that's what you wanted from that subreddit to begin with. You want petty arguments. My favorite are boyfriends who don't realize what pieces of shit they are. Among Mm -hmm. my favorite was. This guy was so angry that his girlfriend wanted to buy a $300 wedding dress because he thought it was too expensive. And everyone was like, that is the cheapest wedding dress I've literally ever heard of. And he was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) (laughs) How much could it be? $15? (laughs) Yeah. It's a wedding. It's one day. You could just buy a white dress at H&M. It's $15. Yeah. They didn't even have to paint the dress. I, I don't understand where the money comes in. I always in. look for the age difference off the the bat because it's always, always like a yes. 54-year-old man who impregnated like a 20-year-old and they're like, she's crying <laughs> all the time and her yeah. bitch-ass friends won't get out of my house. Am I Anyway, do you recommend for a gas these these things because it makes you feel. Do you think it feels like? Do you think you feel like a time traveler sleeping with someone that much younger than you? <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of uh, opinions about that, but uh, I I know you're trying to be funny, so I'll keep it. To yeah, myself. I feel like it would be the other way around. I'd feel like a time traveler. Like uh, my buddy, uh, who I won't name <laughs> on our show but my buddy was uh what's sleeping with name uh sleeping with somebody who was like 60 at the time oh, uh when we were like name? in our early 20s and um i guess mid-20s we were in a mid-20s he was dating a 60 year old okay. and um that very much felt like time travel just yeah. hearing like right. the conversations they would have <laughs> absolutely insane shit about her childhood where you're like, you're like Jesus Christ she like this bitch fucking did the, the phones with like the turning thing oh yeah the rotary <laughs> dial fucking old she, she's so old that like TV turned off at night that's that's a, a tactile pleasure we're missing these days it's true yeah. Yeah, we that n- number feeling it slide back when we have I no connection like, to our um, phones anymore messy early 20s <laughs> ho i would like fuck with the older men i was sleeping with by being like tell me about the 80s was it like totally crazy to use a beta <laughs> this dinner six hundred dollars <laughs> so sick yeah. You got to see Flock of Seagulls at wow. Madison Square Garden. Crazy. Whoa. Wow. You know, you're so right. I know nothing about TRU metal. You're right. I'm so <laughs> stupid. Anyway, this dinner was $700. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were having such a nice night. I should have known not to bring up Nixon. <laughs> it's too polarizing. <laughs> Do not recommend. Hey, younger people out there, do not recommend. If you're hot and young, 
Fuck someone hot and young. Don't waste yes, it on someone absolutely. leathery. Cannot yes. recommend more. Cannot, <laughs> Cannot recommend, recommend more. more. If you're young and hot, <laughs> fuck other young hot people. The only reason you should lead on an older person is to rob them, but still don't actually yes. have sex with them. Just just absolutely. lead them on. Right. Wait for them to go to the bathroom because it's going to take a long time because they're old and take something expensive power tools have a high resale value and it will take them a while to notice it's missing that is katie's corner that's a very good tip very good tip katie (laughs) we feel confident saying things like that here because they can't access the show with their phones that move in a circle (laughs) yeah what are they gonna what are they gonna rotary put in balling out super come on it would take ages operator to ask them to connect them to itunes Operator, I'm looking for an irony podcast. <laughs> Are there any Dallas shows? <laughs> In my day, if you wanted Dallas to shows. get down with a younger man who simply did a line of lollipops all the way down to the soda shop, and you waited for the most eager boy, and you offered him a lemon for a scurvy. If he took the lemon, yeah, that means he was yours for the evening. But don't tell the mayor. <laughs> Wink. Who do you who do you think is our oldest listener? How old do you think our oldest listener is? I, I bet we have someone who's like forty, like late forties. I bet we 40s. have a disinterested figure at the uh, uh, National Security Agency who has to listen to <laughs> just yeah, to, for safety. True. Very true. Good point. That guy's probably in his fifties. Thanks for hanging with us for so long. I've never had yeah, a male you've been figure take an interest in me in this long, and for that, I salute you. Probably been with us since day one because they probably saw political prisoner Jeremy Hammond's name yeah. associated, and they were Jeremy, like, "Well, we should keep an eye on this thing." Jeremy's been flagged since we were teenagers. <laughs> like, it's true, yeah. And the thing is, now that the show is moving to a transitionary period, we want to reach out to those long-term listeners and get their input on what to do next. It's true, Should yeah. we maybe do Dallas? Should we do a different anime? Should we just start <laughs> naming names and pointing fingers as who's causing the most trouble domestically in New York? <laughs> Doing a list of political leaders for no particular reason. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't mean anything. We don't intend for you to do anything with this list. We're just going to name I'm just going to name, like, local activists. <laughs> yeah. Mm. This is, a, again, this is a casual, fun list. Uh, just for the sake of list making. We are a list making podcast. That's what we are. We're, we're enthusiasts of the oh genre. This is not a list of anything in particular. It's a list for the sake of listing, of course. Sidebar, now, number the one, sad thing is, is that's all... <laughs> I literally just had a meeting today where they're like, can you make your videos more like a list? And I'm like, great. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yes. People love lists. Top People, 10 I love lists. metal bands with uh, gay singers. Number one. <laughs> the top five Dallas heroines. We're not doing that. Number one. We all know I don't trust certain people with queer politics, and it's not. Oh me. yeah, of course. But, <laughs> oh my god, now I'm picturing like Jordan with like the fucking soy face and your thumbnails, just like wow, gay singers in metal. Oh god, <laughs> I I literally can't do that conversation anymore. I. <laughs> You guys should do some YouTube ass thumbnails. It'd be so funny. Oh, no, yeah, that is I the would soy love. face. The soy face this, is maybe open this mouth. is stupid. Okay, 
Yeah, so I face his open mouth, and my question is, is like, is the more open your mouth is, the more epic it is? Kinda, yeah. Yeah. That uh-huh. seems to be... Because I've eaten some big hamburgers. <laughs> and it requires a wide mouth, just like that, Jeremy. Yeah. You can't see uh-huh. Jeremy, okay, but you can see it, but I am doing if it. You it's eat, all the way It's open. one thing to eat a big hamburger, but are you in an improv group miming that hamburger? Because that's how you really get the ultimate soy. It's true, yeah. No, I work alone. It does feel like a facial expression that was developed exclusively for improv use. Oh, yeah. I uh, mm, Instead yes. of planned open mouth Yeah, exactly. Use. You can't, you can't plan <laughs> you can't a face like that. Nobody can plan a face like that. You when know, this is an organic like, thing that happens. The lady <laughs> version of Mystery, the pickup artist, where I'm giving, like, you know, lectures on how to improve your dating profile. It's like, number one, ladies, if he's got the sore, you gotta swipe on that goy. Get him out of here. <laughs> yes! In the trash. No soy. We're carnivores in this house, aren't we, ladies? Meow. They do meow because they're they're predators. <laughs> they're they're hunters. Here's a question. Here's domain. a question though. What is the what is the female version of soy face? Or what duck is a lips. woman's soy face? Is it duck lips? Yeah. You think? Or is oh, it like no? Uh, it's not because you mean like the emotional equivalent. So like, or just like what would your like? So the soy face I picture like, or I, I define as like YouTube thumbnail face, right? Where it's like for a clickbaity video on some bullshit on YouTube, and it's gonna be like a soy face being like top ten stocks you should invest in. <laughs> you yeah, know, like thing, what is soy what is face, the woman's version? The soy face also implies though a certain kind of soft boy. Right, because mm-hmm. it's like very like theater kid trying to be cool. Like he bought a pair of Air like Jordans to try and fit in, but you're like you're still the fucking improv kid type dude. Like so, I think Lady Soy you Face can't dunk in those Jordans is uh, if they're wearing glasses, is sexy librarian in the thumbnail, mm-hmm. or I don't know. Oh, I like that. Ladies do do a similar Soy Face in the YouTube things but just because of how sexism works it just they just kind of look like it's like a sexy face instead right it looks right, like yeah. it looks- Ben Shapiro's sister covered in cum dutch <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah <laughs> and I think that's a problem and I'm here to stop it who is Ben? Is she like somebody? Does she do something? Yeah, she's Ben Shapiro's sister. What yeah, but do you I mean, mean? No, I mean, like, is she like also a conservative commentator? Like, does yes. she do anything? What else would she do? I don't know. And like, she sings opera. She does vibrato operas. That's what I was thinking. Is like, like maybe maybe she's like a singer. Maybe she has like a regular job. She might yeah. be she like, does like a physician. Bring all the boys to the earth. You I know, she'll like do shit. like trendy stuff like that. That really sucks. That sucks major oh, ass. That sucks so No, hard. check her channel out. Um, <laughs> she will be joining his third chair when Jeremy leaves. <laughs> We're going to finish this arc before we switch over to something more conservative, like 1978's hip soap opera Dallas, but you know, <laughs> I just think she has, she's going to bring a lot of viewers to the table, I'll say that. I have gotten a weird hard-on for conservative television in the last few weeks, because I think it's so funny. Like, TV shows like that are coded conservative, so like Virgin River on Netflix, or like 
the mm. Hallmark channels, the Good Witch. It's just like we're just a small <laughs> town Good with witch. values, and we take care of each other. And there's nothing overtly conservative here, but there's also no characters of color or gay people. So right, think about yes, that. Of course, we support our troops. Amen. Right, right. <laughs> Everyone's opera. It's look not like political. Everything's just because we don't know any gay people on set. <laughs> Did you guys see um, Hillbilly Elegy? I haven't watched that one no. yet, but it's on the list. Because it oh, looks God. bad, but not funny. Oh, it's very uh, it's very bad, and uh, uh, it's questionably funny. I feel like it would be funny in a group setting, like if we all chilled and hey, watched it, I feel like we'd like it. Let's <laughs> all get together so we can watch Hillbilly Elegy. No, I feel Something like, worth you, dying for. No, you know what I mean, though. <laughs> like In like a normal time when we wouldn't die being around each other, if like it was you and me, and we're at your house, and we have like a couple hours to kill before like the, the E1 live show or some bullshit like that, where we're just like, we got a few hours to kill. We just finished recording. Hillbilly yeah, Elegy would be a funny thing to throw man. on. <laughs> Oh. I'd, I'd watch it. I watch anything. I watched Grand Torino again last weekend. Go do things after recording. What a time! What a time! Well, speaking God. of time, we are ready to move on to discussing Dragon Ball Z episode forty-three. Kai. We did it. We did it, guys. We Woo! made it. <laughs> should I? Uh, should I do a little ad, ad advertisement? Jeremy should do an ad. Yeah. Do an ad. Uh, yeah, I'll do an ad. All right, whatever. Yeah. So, what's your angle for this? Yar, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a pirate. <laughs> Whatever, okay. fuck off. I'm a pirate. <laughs> okay, I'm and listening. I, if there's one thing I like more than feeding crackers to me parrots, <laughs> it's listening to the Ballin' Out Super podcast. Full of my dear friends who uh, helped me get through my days doing menial pirate labor. I'm so sad doing my pirate job. <laughs> Land a whore! Oh, you hear that? That's in the background. That's that's me job. <laughs> that's, that's the pirate thing that I do. <laughs> I work at the depression factory. Really <laughs> Anyway, you should... You should give five dollars, or as we pirates say, doubloons. (laughs) 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 You should give five doubloons a month to the Ballin' Out Supermarket. (laughs) Come on, man, you're so close. (laughs) Cause me dear friends could use it in me absence. Give it to them and listen to one extra episode a week. I'm a on person other suffering animes that are Dragon scurvy. Ball. <laughs> and also, my jaw just fell off. Uh-huh. Scurry. <laughs> That's a cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great commercial. Great ad, Jeremy. <laughs> wow, really leaving on a strong. Once note. we mix that up, once we chop that up, get the special effects folks behind the wheel on that. Yeah, oh my, yeah, yeah. we're gonna be setting sail to some. Uh, once good I put cash. some, once I put some pirate music behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Are you fellas ready to set sail for some content? I said, yes, are sir. you fellas ready to set sail for some content? I am. I'm ready. I'm ready to aye set aye. sail. Aye, <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. Oh my God. Captain. 
<laughs> the title of this episode the is... The captain seems confused. <laughs> the title of the episode is... A boundary-pushing brawl, Goku, Frieza, and Ginyu again? Uh, I did not see the title of this episode. That's a very funny title. First of all, Frieza... It is no longer okay to push boundaries without communication. It is 2020, baby. Boundaries are there for no reason. Yes. It's true. But I will say in Frieza's defense that he did pretty clearly ask Goku, like, so are you more of an air type or a ground type? That's true. Mm, They established ground rules. He even Mm -hmm. liked to make you feel safe. No hand stuff. (laughs) 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 I'll even use only 50%. (laughs) But as for my tail, it's fully in play. (laughs) So, as we've implied, out the gate last week, Goku and Frieza were fighting. And guess what they're going to do this week? They're going to fight some more. And we start with Frieza very generously offering Goku if you rather punch in the sky or punch on the ground. And Goku says ground, so they go to the ground. Well, the first thing he says is, why are you asking? <laughs> <laughs> what is this, a trick? There's actually a weird pattern in the speech in this one where there's several lines in this episode where I'm like, did someone else come in this week to write the dub? He says, Goku says the balls in your court or, uh, and, uh, no, Frieza says the balls in your court. And then at one point Mm -hmm. Goku goes, he's not all talk. He's also walking the walk. I'm like, what, (laughs) what high school senior wrote this? This is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow, he's not only working hard, but smart. He doesn't only work hard, he plays hard. <laughs> Everybody dance now. I I do think they need to make another re, re-edit of the show so that new hip youths can understand it and Frieza gets lines like, I don't want to sound sus. <laughs> So there will be a pause right here. <laughs> um, so when they no land on the homo, ground, but. Uh, they're like talking shit and getting ready to fight. And Goku struggles to take his top off for like kind of a long time. Very relatable. <laughs> This seems like one of the realer episodes in that way, where sometimes, because you're, I mean, if you're that brawny, it's going to be tough coming off. He just seemed to be having a really hard time, and, like, it even sounded like the voice actor, like, caught his breath for a second, because he was, like, eating a cracker or something. It was just, like, a really weird... It was just fucking (laughs) real, man. Oh. And Frieza establishes that he is only going to be doing this fight at 50% power. And not Um, using his hands. and not using his hands. And Goku's like, haha, all right. And I like that. But I guess my question is, and this is a recurring question about Dragon Ball, how do they always know the percentage of their power? I haven't done anything where I felt like I understood a clean percent of what I was doing. No, absolutely not. No, oh, this is I like the, this is the most. I understand what I'm doing all the time. Uh, because. By the numbers, Katie? Yeah, yeah. I'm like basically a robot. 
you know, women tell you tampons are for their periods, but it's really so we can <laughs> check our dipsticks for pa- It's a battery. Levels. It's a battery. <laughs> it's a battery. You put it in there and it keeps oh. it going. <laughs> I wish oh, I had a battery I was just about sometimes. to say something insane. Okay. Nope. Mm-hmm. You'll love that, Katie. Now's the time. <laughs> When I tell you later, you'll understand why. Uh, all right, all okay. right, fair enough. Say it uh, off, Mike. Anyway, so yes, I was trying to do a riff about understanding my power, and then a really cancelable joke entered my head. So <laughs> you oh, guys beautiful. take this riff. Can't wait to hear it off, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm reopening my notes. So uh, leave free- this in. <laughs> well, you guys weren't saying anything, so I was just going to keep going. Um, Goku does the first move and kind of like goes to jump at him. And then uh, Frieza's like, why don't you do something to surprise me? And they stare a long time. This is like a very classic Dragon Ball Z episode where there is mostly staring this episode. Just (laughs) staring for a very long time. And then (gasps) they fight. And uh, they kick and punch a bunch and Frieza dodges a bunch. And then they stop. And that's most of the episode um, until he Goku takes some glancing blows in this that are very visually crunchy and that they hurt to look at. Did you Uh, relate to that? Yeah. Frieza bitch slapping him with his tail was pretty funny. Um, That was pretty sick. Yeah. When he, it was, uh, Frieza was doing that thing where he's moving so fast you can't see him. And then you see Goku get like kicked in the guts or elbowed in the back of the head or whatever. And I'm like, that. And he's like bleeding and stuff because it's before they stopped having consequences. Before they put a stop to that <laughs> because it's too gross. Yeah. Um, there's, a, I mean, I think the first blow exchanged in this, or maybe it's just at the end of a long pause, is Frieza disappears. And then has like his entire elbow in Goku's throat. Mm-hmm. And it's gross. I thought it was cool. Oh, yeah. There's also. You would be feeling that for like the next 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, I just like <laughs> Frieza was like fully in his glory on this because like after they, they start fighting, Frieza does that thing where he starts bitch slapping Goku across the face and he's like, ooh, to the left, to the right, to the left. Oh, can't catch me. Woo! And then he ooh, throws him into the Ooh, spit on it. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> oh, man. Frieza, it was so horny. He, like, chokes him with his tail. There's that cut yeah. where they come back and it sounds like they're flirting where they're like, you really are, like, so powerful. And he's like, I know. God. <laughs> I could tell at the bar. I could tell how powerful you were. Um, there is one uh, interstitial moment I thought was very special here at the beginning. I don't think it comes back. There's not a lot of Nickelodeon animation this episode Thank where they, they're bridging the gap on their edits and they add in some new animation. But when it is there, it's of Frieza and they give him thick eyeshadow. Yeah, there's no consistency on the Nickelodeon uh, scaling. I really think it was just like a random person each episode. <laughs> it looks like he's getting ready for a night out whenever the Nickelodeon animation comes on. Well, Nick- something I noticed is like the the lines on the Nickelodeon animation are like really like unsettlingly clean. 
Yeah, because mm, I think unsettling. it was done on a tablet or something, you know, yeah, which it's like didn't digital. exist it looks like, when yeah. the original animation was made. It's like one of those weird things you don't realize that you like associate with like a sort of comfort, but the lines on like the old shots are like broken in places and like a little cracky and like because like it's 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 ink coming off of a pen, you know, and like sometimes it doesn't you yeah, know, it has like a natural. As you draw your it feels line. like home. No, guess, it's yeah, like I mean, when of, you yeah. see someone who dyed their hair black out of a box instead of professionally getting it done. Because when you professionally get it done, they do slight variations of dark brown and stuff in there. So it has dimension, unlike uh, when right. a goth kid in high school does it himself and it just looks like they're wearing a wig because it's oh Yeah, it looks like doll black. hair. It looks so weird. Why Black is the weirdest weird. one. It's the weirdest one. It's the one. weirdest one. I only did black ever once and mm-hmm. it looked like dog shit because when you do it out of a box, yeah, it's like you look like you're wearing like shoe polish on your head or something. It's yeah, so it's just weird, uncanny weird. shit. It yeah, just doesn't and it's look the same right. thing where you're looking at it and you're like, Okay, so I recognize this as hair. Technically, that's a human color, and yet it looks all wrong. And that's like what it looks, it looks like when wrong, you look yeah. at the clean ass freezer lines. And you go to class, and all your homies are calling you little Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, because they're it's dripping down your oh, yeah, he's, he's By the your way, head. by the way, I forgot. I forgot to type "Let's go" into Twitter. But can I just get a oh, "Let's yeah. go"? <laughs> God, what a disgusting gremlin! I fucking hate that guy. I hope that bitch dies. <laughs> I hope he rots to death. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan, our NSA I agent. I don't, I don't agree with some of the things you're saying. Sorry, this Ryan, he <laughs> should fucking <laughs> die. <laughs> Jeremy's out of here soon. It's, uh, we're going to clean things up. <laughs> He's going to cough to death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then like Cuomo and and De Blasio come out and do a little kick line and uh, mwah. yeah, exactly. And little shitties are coming out of their pants. It's them and Mr. Matt and like <laughs> a couple of the Rockettes. Uh, and two Mr. Matt. <laughs> and two Mr. Not the Republican Rockettes who are praying for him to get better. Just the hardcore libs. The real ones. The real ones. <laughs> so anyway. It's up to you. <laughs> Suck on my dick. The Bushwick Rockettes. Half of their head is shaved and the other half is long. The B-list Rockettes, they're waiting to get their chance, waiting for a Rockettes leg to snap. Uh, it's just like me and the mom of three downstairs and then like a really large rat. <laughs> right. uh, anyway, Dragon Ball, hey, that's a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. So after he slaps Goku around, Goku's pouting from getting his ass kicked a little bit. And that's when he's like, so he's hmm. not all talk. He can actually fight. I'm like, yes, we've established that multiple times. Then another. He keeps choking me with his tail and it's nasty. <laughs> There's another very long stare. And then Goku's like, I want to get a little bit closer to you. And I'm like, mm, Okay. And uh, that's when there's more zip-zapping around, rocks blow up, and then Goku grabs Frieza by the tail and waves him over his head like a helicopter. 
and uh, throws them. <laughs> then Frieza busts yeah, some rocks. Yeah, it's uncannily like a helicopter. Yes. And uh, and then he kicks him a bunch, and then he chokes him, and then Goku bites into Frieza's tail like a little scamp, and it hurts the arches. Out of desperation. Tail. Because and, he's being choked by the tail. Yeah, and then so and then Frieza yanks his tail off. There's little bite marks, and he literally does that ooh, ooh face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 my tail! My tail! I'm it is funny that they've been correctly sexy murderer, and you bit my baby tail. <laughs> <laughs> they correctly animate him as mad. His tail got bit, and for a second, it's almost like, hey, don't bite. Don't bite. That's against the rules. That's not what we do. <laughs> we do we do non-specific space martial arts to each other. That's what we do. Uh, Frieza, you got react- something to say to me? You beam it to my face. All right. Yeah. That's like how bros are always like, "Don't hit him in the nuts. That's not honorable." I'm like, if I'm in a street fight, I'm gonna fucking punch you right in the nuts, bro. I don't give a Absolutely. shit. Absolutely, bros are, you fucking are always kidding me? like there's that. nothing. There's there's nothing honorable about what happens in a bar fight. Fucking punch him in the dick. Yeah, punch him in the Absolutely. dick. Absolutely. What you think? Like the fucking. <laughs> Mayor's gonna give Ryan, you a medal of service. I don't agree with this part either. This is yeah, exactly. Not... What, are you, what are you gonna get? A fucking you're gonna get like knighted for your chivalry? No, you gotta you're, if you're in a fight. You're gonna get your what? ass beat I at mean, fucking Mars Bar. I was about to the say Dukes like when up. you're when you're scrapping at White Castle, though. You know that's a whole different story because you have to uphold. I don't approve of breaking the law. I'll say that for one, Ryan. That's the first step that I wouldn't take. And I definitely wouldn't do any hits below the belt. No. Who's and by Ryan? below the belt, he, of course, means below whatever parallel uh, Cuba is. What's, who's yep. Ryan? The, who's, the equator <laughs> is the world's belt. Who's I've always Ryan? said that. <laughs> the, Ryan our, is the our, NSA agent who listens to our show. The NSA agent show, yeah. Oh, I thought his, he had a different name. I think it was changed a different it. name at the beginning, but it's changed. I would rather uh, Speaking a- of yeah. Ryan, though, what's his name? Uh, Ryan, the comic, the mean one. Ryan Long. No, the mean one. Ryan. Who got canceled for being too mean and, and bitter. Uh, I don't know, man. Katie, you're- he he said some shit to you about safe space comedy shows once. Oh, Louis. you're like local Ryan. Uh, the Long yeah, Island Yeah, what is his shit, last name? Bitch. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. He, he wears anyway, a leather jacket. Oh, he did? He used to have he a whole COVID. bit about how cool his dad is. So... <laughs> <laughs> so mad at me for knowing about a story I was actually present for. Oh, man. He Uh, got very skinny in in, uh, quarantine, so kudos to him for that, but he has also now got COVID. (laughs) Well... I don't want him to die. I hope his dad takes care of him. He sounds pretty cool. Yeah, no, I don't want him to die. I just want him to to be sick for a day. I feel like a day is fine. I don't even, like, hate the dude. It's just very funny to me that his initial reason to dislike me is he was retelling a story he heard secondhand, and I was like, oh, I actually was there for that, and he got so angry. God, what is his name though? What is his last name? I God don't damn, it's know. killing me. He had a gr- I could tell you so many of his bits too. That's the worst part of this. He's can... always around. Anyway, so uh, he's always around, and he was a good comic. That's the craziest part, man. Is he was a good comic. 
Yeah, it was just kind of a, but you know. just really bitter and mean, and yeah. terrible to people. It was just like a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't famous. I don't know who we're talking about. You but... know who we're talking about. You know exactly because you're the one who told me he got canceled. He's the one who had the bit about like Buffalo Wild Wings and like the person getting shot at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, that's <laughs> what is too his bad. last name? God damn it! I'm like, I'm going on. I feel like he's friends with Dino, so I'm going on Dino's Instagram. Hey, if you know a Ryan, right in. I mean, I am friends with this one. I think Marsh? on is it PlayStation. Marsh? Ryan Marsh. No, it's not Marsh. You're thinking of Stan Marsh from South Park. That's not yeah, him. No, it's he's not okay. Him. I just saw him on the yeah, South he's Park not COVID canceled, special. Yeah. He's um. Oh, is the COVID special funny? Yeah, it was really funny, and they're all healthy. Um. Hey, good all for that. Cartman's good. <laughs> good. Glad to hear Cartman's good. Um, yeah, he's like, he he's really enjoying school from home because it lets him kind of mess around a little bit behind his mom's back. Right, of course, yeah. Anyway, how about other that? other than that, everything's going great. Dragon Ball Z, kids. Uh, so after hey, how Fri- about it? Frieza gets bit in the tail, they fight more, and uh, Frieza elbows Goku in the back of the head. I don't know if you remember, he said no hand stuff before. And Goku said, I thought you said no handsy. And Frieza's like, Hansies is now on the table. Meanwhile, this is Goku's biggest win of the episode. By the way, is a gotcha on the rules of the fight. Yeah, <laughs> this is very much a you know you just did a what aboutism thing. Yeah, yeah, and the but rest so you is caught him, him on being... a technicality. It means nothing to what's happening. <laughs> yeah, he got a debate club point and then just beaten like a mule for twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is what I wanted to say before when we were talking about debate club shit, though, is that it's like um. It's like TV tropes for for like life, you know. Okay. That's why people. That's why Reddit people love it so much. Is it's like TV tropes. So they're just like, you just did a, you know, uh, like Harry met Sally, <laughs> right? You, mean, yeah. you ever look at TV tropes? You know what I'm talking about? Am I crazy? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know. Sort what I mean. Of. You go through Harry met Sally, and they're like, yeah, this is where where a Harry met Sally came from. Yeah, Harry met Sally. This is where this this is the trope where like two unlikely people meet and fall in love over a long time. It's called a Harry met Sally. Start saying it. Say it to Frieza when he gets you. <laughs> anyway, uh, after Goku does that, we cut to Bulma, who's on a scooter, and she's talking to the, a frog. She has befriended the frog that our old pal Captain Ginyu is trapped inside of, and she likes the Ginyu frog because he is flirting with her. The frog has offered Balma a soft cloth and uh, a, and a, fr- a friendly ear, and in exchange, she feeds him chocolate. And then she likes that the frog dances for the chocolate, so she decides to use her genius powers to make a frog translation box. And you're thinking that's going to take some time. It actually doesn't. It happens almost instantly that she she has the technology for a, for a frog translation box just around. The thing is, she is the smartest woman in the world. Not, like, street smart, as we learn through all her racist remarks throughout this season. But, you know, she can build a frog translator. But you know what? Frogs are tricky. Here's the thing. Katie, I, th- I just thought you would relate to this part. There is one line she says when the frog is dancing where she goes, ha, 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 oh, I haven't laughed like this since this trip started. And I was like, this is 
the pure joy only a frog can bring a woman. That's true. Right. Yes, absolutely. All women want are Make frogs. Make all men frogs. Girls yes. don't want boys. Girls want cars Girls and froggies. Froggies. Girls want frogs and something with two syllables. Girls, Girls will laugh. Lizards. Frogs and lizards. They danced. Frogs and lizards. They want frogs and lizards. There we go. Frogs yep, and that's true. lizards. <laughs> um, geckos. geckos. Frogs and geckos. So the frog does a dance, and it's <laughs> it's pretty good dance. And uh, yeah, she built. She puts a little translation box on him, and uh, it's Ginyu, you guys. So he just looks at her, and he's like, "Gotcha!" And he jumps into Bulma's body, and Bulma is stuck in the frog, and he rips the yeah. translation box off, and he's in Bulma's body <laughs> being like, yes, this form is not suited for dancing, but it will do. Finally, I can touch tits. <laughs> Huge win for dudes. <laughs> Meanwhile. I knew if I danced for this woman, she'd make me a, a body swapping machine. <laughs> Meanwhile, Frieza and Goku have very flirty, expository dialogue over, like, a a crane shot. This is what I was talking about when Mm -hmm. they're just like, you've actually seemed quite strong. I I didn't ever imagine it. He's like, you're not so bad Mm. yourself, Frieza. You're, like, pretty good. (laughs) And I'm like, why is this so sexy and, like, breathy right now? You've got a great body, Frieza. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but your legs... (laughs) Could go on for days. For days, Frieza. Yeah. <laughs> and much like the porno this is emulating, then he goes, how would you feel if you were my underling, Goku? Would you crawl on your legs like a little pig? And he's <laughs> like, are you offering me a job? <laughs> <laughs> Goku on the casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we haven't even seen the limits of your strength yet. And Goku's like, you too, you're so strong. We're both so strong. We haven't even showed each other the limits of our strength. Oh my God, I'm only going on 50%. This has been so fun. You gave me a great workout. I'm Frieza. I've never worked out before. Jesus Christ pose. There's a lot of talking this episode. Alex, That's for sure. It's Alex, a lot stop of, a lot looking of at the plates. <laughs> I hear the clinking. The plates are in the other room. I'm just staring into space. (laughs) (laughs) The plates are exciting. (laughs) Pay no attention to the audio uh, 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 siren song of plates. They mean nothing to you. They live in my world here. So as Frieza does his Jesus Christ pose and uh, Goku kind of stands there, Krillin says what we're all thinking. Why are they just standing there? Piccolo yeah, says, right. I don't know, man. They're just so strong and shit. And, uh, we can't go over there. They're fucking caught. It's crazy. You can <laughs> feel it. It's nuts over there. I, I, I don't have the glands to do this, but I'm somehow sweating. <laughs> Meanwhile... Ginyu and Bulma's body and Bulma's body and a frog fly freely through the sp- the space. Uh, Bulma frog weeps because she's so effervescent. Ooh, burp. Uh, she's so effervescent, but her personality is trapped in a frog body. 
And then so she clutches on the guinea's face, which is her own face. It makes the the bike zigzag and crash. And then Krillin, because he's fucking dumb as a sack of rocks, is like, Hey, Bulma, what are you doing here? As Bulma replies, because it's Ginyu, Who is Bulma? And he's like, You sound different. <laughs> you sound is weird. L- <laughs> is Lord Frieza here? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember Bulma saying Lord Frieza before. It's weird. Is Bulma Catholic? Yeah, like lightning shooting all around Frieza, and then Ginyu and Bulma's body's like, Oh, sick. Frieza in his final form. This rules. I love Lord Frieza. I have an entirely different voice. And they're like, what's up with Bulma? Weird. Bulma's horny for Frieza, but so is Goku. And Frieza's horny for Goku. Frieza lists all the other Saiyans he has banged to death before him. Vegeta, his (laughs) father, King Vegeta, even that squirmy, wormy... Uh, you know, who uh, called himself that Bardock? That's the weirdest thing. Wormy, Frieza like doesn't even acknowledge that Saiyans call themselves names. Like right. he does, he thinks so little of them that even like the the level of society where you name yourself, <laughs> he's like, well, they couldn't be possibly capable of such class. Do you know why I call him a squirmy wormy? Because to one such as I, he is no better than a toad. <laughs> <laughs> when I hear Bardock, I may as well be hearing Eek Ook. <laughs> you named Bob. yourself Eek Ook. That means nothing to my sophisticated brain. <laughs> While Frieza is racist, uh, Bulma Frog is yelling at Baby Gohan, who... Uh, all of a sudden is acting like a five-year-old boy again. He's like, look, a silly frog. And he's like, oh, you're Captain Ginyu, that guy who tried to kill me. <laughs> you better get to a safe place, little frog. It's dangerous. And I'm like, what the fuck? Meanwhile, I mean, Bulma's the frog, and she's like, Maron, you couldn't be more wrong. I'm Bulma, but I'm a frog. Frieza and Goku stare at each other some more. <clears throat> They're really into eye contact. And then suddenly... Frieza does like a death elbow drop to Goku and his nose starts bleeding and it's cool. Um, oh and man, then, it sucks to have that happen. And then this is where I answer an email and stop watching for three minutes. So when I come back, Goku's, <laughs> Goku is on the ground <laughs> and he's not doing so good. <laughs> So, you so, missed all the subtle nuance of the, of the delicate screenplay. Uh, well, what you missed here is uh, this is like the weird part of the episode where like Frieza gets really like strange and like he does that <laughs> weird thing behind his back where he's got like the ball of energy forming and okay, then unforming. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they did. They, he's like he's reactively, this. instinctively making beam. <laughs> His body's making beams like oh, a powder gross. keg. Is it like pre-cum? Like, like yes, fucking, absolutely. Like, it is like little pre-cum, yes. Beam drips. Ew. It's is exactly the same as pre-cum. Are they like little pearls? Oh, ah, oh, I'm grossing myself out. Yeah, like out. if he's like if he feels like he's in danger, does he start to like excrete beams? <laughs> <laughs> he's like a little poison dart and- frog. <laughs> It's it's the first time I think I've ever really realized this that kind of the concept behind the Frieza character is that like he is an animal 
Yeah. And like the like, because I've talked about this in the last well, episode. I think animals, I talked about this, man. where like the idea is that he um, like never trains, right? And he just like is like this. And I think this is the first time that I realized the idea is that he's like this naturally. He like it, the natural state of that species is beam and kill and destroy it like superpower, right? And then what we see of him, where he's like, I'm only using fifty percent of my power and whatever, is him trying to like fit into like normal society like a like like human world you know right that's why he's holding it back is because he wants to fit in yes exactly. high school is already so hard could you that's imagine why he never goes 100 Frieza? that's why even when he's like i'm done toying with you i'm going to 50 percent you know what i mean he never goes 100 yeah. percent because he's always trying to maintain this feeling of like i'm like you i'm a human i'm not a <laughs> weird beam monster yeah it's <laughs> just like because I, uh, I wear a trench coat doesn't mean i can't be your friend it's like when i uh <laughs> the times that i i worked in an office and i died my hair brown and i would wear like collared shirts and stuff and i'm like yes it is i normal human woman i did see that yes. tv yes. show last yes. night ha 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 got my starbucks uh, oh and they're day. like and they're like katie it's the same as that katie by the way we have a culture here in the office of casual friday just dress like you normally would and i'm like you don't mean that that's a <laughs> this is only 50 percent of my power <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to show you my fits <laughs> yeah, I once was told to I, I could dress more casual, and they saw like one tenth of a tattoo, and then they're like, maybe not. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is only thirty percent of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a whole other bag of tricks. I would dress super professionally, but because my bottom is so banging i have been called in on dress code <laughs> violations multiple times where they'd be like we've gotten oh, complaints no. about the way you dress i'm like my skirt's like almost at my ankles and they're like yeah i see that it is and i'm like so why am i in here and they're like uh you have a fat ass katie we'd like to we'd like to for you to sit down on that fat ass and ask why you're here <laughs> It's happened to me at two different jobs, and I I had to be like, uh, like, are you gonna buy me a gym membership? Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, what do we do here? How do I fix this? <laughs> they just call you in the office, and they're like, Katie, goddamn, basically. <laughs> I'm so fucked up. Katie, have you ever seen a Pixar movie? <laughs> hey. Uh, oh boy! All right, we gotta wrap this okay, up. Okay, so uh, this Goku's on the ground. He's not doing good. Frieza zip zaps around and like fucks up Goku every which way. And he's like throwing him around like a rag doll. And he's like, he shows up behind me. He's like, I'm barely using my power because I'm so strong and scary. And I told you. And he butt slaps him into the water. And he's like, you already feeling winded? Meanwhile, King Kai's like, ah, fuck, he's not going to win. And they're like, but what if he takes his top off? And he's like, no, he's still not going to win. And they're like, oh, fuck. Uh, I loved this. What they <laughs> said, Tien says he can still go KO Ken. And then they cut back to, to King Kai. is like, he has been. And then they show you the same fight, but he's red. And he's like, well, he wasn't red. Yeah, I don't we know just how... watched this. I feel like I'm per I'm very perceptive to the KO Ken personally. I feel like I would have noticed such a thing. Yeah. 
Just a weird edit. There. Usually he yells KO Ken and changes colors. And I like guess a times not this a time? number. I feel like I would have noticed something like that. Personally, I'm I'm a bit of a bit of a detective type personality. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the int J thing of that is. Whatever the one that means detective is, that's me. Yeah, you're it, you're kind of like a Ben Shapiro of Dragon like Ball. A ben Shapiro type. Uh yeah, so King Kai's like, shut up, Tien. Take your paycheck and shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck shut up, the Tien. Fuck up. And then we cut you to Piccolo and Gohan and Krillin are like, oh, fuck. And then Ginyu Bulma laughs maniacally and is like, Lord Frieza rules. I love him so much. And then the announcer comes on like, oh, fuck. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> oh, 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 fuck. Shit. Oh, it's Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh. This shit's good. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Uh, oh. New frog shit. <laughs> rip it, Absolutely rip it, don't care about what's gonna happen rip between it, Bulma and Piccolo. Town. Couldn't care any less. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't see the frog arc coming. I was delighted. I didn't remember it at all. This is something one of those rare things from Dragon Ball that I just completely like mind hold. I had no memory of it. Thank goodness there is no Dallas fast forward at the beginning of the episode <laughs> to spoil the frog arc. Yeah. Let's rate and review. Let's rate and review, folks. Uh, out of seven Dragon Balls, Katie. This is, I mean, I did like the frogs. I liked the fighting. Um, it was a little staring at each other heavy at certain points. I'm going to give it a solid six out of seven. Wow. Alex? I agree with Katie. I think there's a. it was a fantastic episode with all of your Dragon Ball veggies in there. It was not an all-timer. No one's going to be talking about this one at the water cooler in a month from now. But yeah. uh, the frog action and the interesting Frieza attacks are going to leave me with, I'll say, five out of seven, almost a six. I was torn. Yeah. Well, it, was, it was like a It was a good episode, but it wasn't like it's we, a good were, episode, we yeah. weren't standing up and cheering. <laughs> Some iconic no. moments, the the tail bite, you know, yeah. you got the tail bite, you got the tail bitch slap. You got some fun stuff in here. Uh, a lot of tail stuff. A lot of tail stuff. Uh, gotta say, though, um, all things considered, uh, this is probably the last time I'm going to be on the show for a while. So, um, Alex, sing me the song of my people. Seven out of seven Dragon Balls. Oh, shit. Whoa. It's a big frog dragon. It's a huge frog. I love That's it. Right. It's I'm, so cute. I look just like Shenron the long dragon, but my face is that of a very frog. Whoa. That is uh, not what I had pictured in my head, but I'm willing to go with it as well. It's a frog Why aren't face. I hopping, you ask? Well, that is what I'm asking. Because yeah. I'm already in the sky. <laughs> Ribbit. <laughs> What what is what is hopping but an attempt to fly? I I, I agree with you. <laughs> we have moved beyond the need for hopping, dear. Sky Frog Shenron, uh, Jer Bear is taking a leave of paternity, and he has a a final wish before he becomes a different person that is incredibly boring. Yeah, ah, the father's leave. We know it well in the sky pond. Wow. Well, Frog Shenron. Um, so I'm a little, you know, think that 
listeners know, you know, I've, I've had a lot of uh, hospital time recently. Money's a little, a little tight. So, uh, but I want a copy of the Todd Glass situation, a bunch of lies about my personal life, and a bunch of true stories about my 30-year career in stand-up comedy on paperback. You think you could spot me the sixty-two seventy-four it costs for such a book? Sixty-two dollars. Absolutely Sixty-two not. seventy-four. Absolutely Indeed. not. That's how much it should cost. <laughs> For how much can one price dry wit such as oh that of humorist Todd Glass? <laughs> you know, a great point, Frog Ron. All right. Here, take my copy. It's a little dog-eared, but I want you to have it. Whoa, thanks, Shenron. I didn't realize you had a copy of your own. That that saves me a lot of time, and, and uh, you know, I don't have to support Amazon. That's always very nice. Uh, Shen- Frog Shenron, why are these pages stuck together? Uh, I've been secreting mucus onto them. <laughs> wow. Let's just say there's a few sticky stories therein. And hop away at that, haha. Bye. Wow. All right, thanks, Shenra. Oh, just one wish, that's fine. Yeah, all right, back to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Splash, splash. <laughs> what an abomination that looked like. Wow. I went to the bathroom, but I came back and I saw <laughs> Just in time him. to see him hop away, yeah. It's weird on the computer seeing him because <laughs> he's so big. <laughs> you can only see a little bit at a time with a little, little window. Bit, yeah. All right, let's do a quick email and then get out of here. It's time for Dragon Uh, this is from Bennett Christensen. Uh, Bennett from Minneapolis writes, uh, Hey, ballers. Uh, in honor of the recent passing of International Men's Day, rest in peace. Um, what's rest you in th- peace, rent Men's Day. What do you think is the most dudes rock anime of all time? My friend and I thought Baki and JoJo's Adventure were two strong contenders. Dragon Ball seems like an easy honorable mention, but might have too many self-actualized women. And I wouldn't know I've never watched the show. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't have too many self-actualized women. No, you're absolutely wrong on that point. Um, but uh, no, point stands. Uh, best dude, Most dudes rock animes... Yeah, I would say uh, Gundam Wing is the most dudes rock anime uh, for me because, yeah, it is uh, five five dudes, several side dudes. The only woman character on the whole show is Relina Peacecraft, who is uh, constantly, constantly being just owned by the men. <laughs> well, for being wrong all the time. For is being wrong why. and for, for, for uh, promoting just globalism and for inviting Hiro to her birthday party like a fucking idiot. She has so many ideas. They're like, what if instead of Gundams, we just had a picnic? And it was like, oh, great idea. <laughs> great idea. Yoko well, Ono, we'll get right on that somehow. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll just go ahead and have a picnic with all these Leos. <laughs> 40% of the human population is gone, Rolina. <laughs> <laughs> we abandoned Earth for the colonies, Rolina. <laughs> <laughs> space for the space noids. 
Uh, I don't know if this picked up before, so I will say that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is very hard to beat. It's all about looking at curvy dudes right. yeah. of various shapes. And every season, they change their curves, so you got to keep coming back. I mean, most shonen is d- a dude's rock anime by definition. Uh, I will take this the other direction, and I will say... Uh, Yuri on Ice. <laughs> oh, yes. That's also really? a very huge rock anime. That's true. They're, they're athletic homosexual dudes. No girls allowed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's similarly, I think there's only one woman in that whole show. Yeah. Like there's women characters, um, but they are not important. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's Yuri's sister and Yuri's mother. Yeah. And I don't think there's anybody else. They're not else, dunked really. on like, like a Relina Peacecraft. No, though. they're not like dunked they on. That's no. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they don't matter because they're sh- not sh- in but the But they don't matter, yeah, it's true. <laughs> they serve exclusively to cook pork cutlets that remind Yuri of uh, his lover. Yes. Okay. I don't... Right. Well, these are three different tastes that taste great together, <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed them, Bennett. Let this be the pork cutlet that reminds you of a my love other, lost. Okay, my other suggestion is Bleach just because I fucking hate that show. <laughs> and every man tells me to watch it, and I say no. <laughs> it's great. It's a great show. It has transforming swords, and that's what men <sighs> like. Swords that are Whatever. different shapes it's true. and sizes. I'll just watch Soul It's either. very true. Sometimes they're a whip. Sometimes they're a rose. And that's just the nature anyway. of Bleach. Let's do some plugs. Hey, plug a plug a Alex. Hey, J-Dog. Thanks for tagging me in here. Um, Pod Damn America is my other podcast, the politics podcast. Season two of Theater of Delights will be out for sure within the next two weeks. So keep your eyes on that thread. I also put all of the anime dramas that we did over the summer on Ballin' Out Super on the feed in case anybody missed them. If you're hearing this, you probably didn't miss them. And then that's fine, and you just don't have to do anything, I guess. And my plug is maybe like read a book. Um, <laughs> read a in the meantime, book. you can follow me. Read a book for once. Um, I got a great one. It's called Todd Glass. Uh, the the man. I don't remember what it's called, but uh, Todd Glass's book. It's sixty five dollars for some reason. And <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter at Patak Jokes. P T A K Jokes. That's it for me. Y- you could find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Please watch. Last words on the pit. Uh, last week we did top albums of the year. It was really good. You can get all sorts of suggestions in there. This week we're talking about top five albums to listen to when it's cold. Seems specific. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to listen because it's a list. Wait, and it's, and, it's, and it's Jordan doing the YouTube face, but then there's like a there's a snowflake going on his tongue. I mean, there's it's easy more, for the snowflakes to get in when your mouth is so wide. that, but more or less, yes. Uh, please watch it because it's my only source of income right now, and I am so broke. Uh, and listen to Alex's stuff, and I don't know. <laughs> That's uh, a good plug. If hey. if you need a content producer, I got a resume, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, um find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder. That's gonna be where most of the content coming from my direction is gonna be for a little while. Um 
And uh, hot plug for my homies, Katie and Alex. Yay! Um, I love you guys. I love you too. And I'm gonna miss you when I'm when I'm away. Yeah, but congrats. Oh, the plug is just for yeah. us. Yeah, for my for my friends, for my dear dear plug. friends, Katie and Alex, who I'm gonna miss. I'll miss you, right? but I'm so. Yeah, is that I'm is that so you, fucking bro. is that so fucking much I'm to? It's just now that we've done years of this, I'm fully convinced you don't know what a plug is. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. A plug. Follow them because they're my dear friends who I'm going to miss. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> keep listening to the show without Jeremy Yeah, keep on listening it. to the that, show without me on it. That's, that's something. And uh, additionally, I'd like to... You're going to love Dallas. You're going to love whatever it is. You're going to love the, uh, the the historically forever. the historically gr- the, the, the historically high quality show that happens in my absence. We're going to figure... You're going to love it. love it. It's going to come out on time. Me and Alex are going to really learn a lot about project management and comedic <laughs> chemistry, and it's going to be great. <laughs> and I want to give one last plug, of course. Friend of the show... Uh, Todd Glass, please, Todd Todd Glass. please on Amazon.com get the paperback of the Todd Glass situation. A bunch of lies about my personal life and a bunch of true stories about my thirty-year career in stand-up comedy on paperback for the low, low price of sixty-two dollars and seventy-four cents. Please support Todd; he's a great comedian. Uh, and that is it for this week. Join us next week. Super. Super.